Oh, hi. It's looking like Scrap De Leon has everyone digmatized on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And over on Black Ink, Sky says she no longer has beef with the bitch. And we can't be this close to 420 without talking about the return of Martha and Snoop. BH100, the podcast starts right now. Welcome to VH1 Punnin, the official podcast for VH1, where we will talk about every damn show on the channel. Basketball Wives, Love and Hip Hop, Black Ink Crew, you know that list is long, and I know you're wondering who this nasally voice is, so first of all, hi, I go by the name Easy Manoli, I work here at VH1, and for short, you can call me Easy because those are my initials. Besides what you hear at the gay bars in New York City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in a minute, I'll get into my nine to five. But first, I have a whole co-host here okay. that I got to introduce because there's obviously a lot of shows on VH1. And clearly, I'm not going to do this by myself because that's you. boring for both you, the listener, and for me. So you know what that's called? That's called bonding, y'all. So say hi to the girl who does not. Go by the name of La April nope. or La May, because nope. she likes the summertime. Right. Say hi to La June. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. I we're know. doing this right I'm now. I'm very excited that we're doing this together. And Lejeune works here at VH1 with me. So tell the people what you do in these hallways, Lejeune. Well, you know, I've been at VH1 for a little minute now. We don't have. have to get into specifics because, you know, a lady never reveals her age. But, you know, I work in production and programming and I um, deal with shows that are typically not scripted. But I'm always seeing these players of all the VH1 shows out in these production streets when I'm on set for the shows that I'm working on. Um, some of the shows I'm working on right now, Hip Hop Squares, Martha and Snoop, and some other shows within the Viacom family. But we all about VH1 right now, so that's what we're going to stick to, and that's what we're going to talk about. Easy, you want to tell them what you do up in here? Ooh, lay it down, honey, lay it down. <laughs> so my 9 to 5 is working with our VH1 stars and having them participate in shows. Right, that you helped me a lot. On. I'm like, oh, Easy, can we get, uh, can we get? I'm uh... like, standby, girl. Right. But anyways, they are constantly coming from my neck when they have have questions for VH1 and vice versa. I come for their necks as well, so I'm not going to try to act like I'm all innocent. But basically, I've become an on-call doctor without the degree. Or the money. I know. Don't tell my mom that. But I always get texts and calls from them throughout the day, even the other night. Uh, my phone lit up at like 4.30 in the morning. I thought it was a booty call. I got a little excited, Aww. but it was Tokyo Vanity, which is just as fine because I needed her to get back on me with something. You needed answers. I needed some answers. But bottom line, I think we're pretty damn lucky working here at VH1 and being fans of these shows and all of this wonderful talent. That's true. So we're a little corny, and we coined the term fan-siders because we're fans on the inside. On the inside. And I remember when I first met you X amount of years ago, because right. we won't reveal it. We don't have You to. had some bomb-ass comment that I wish I stole, but tell the people what you said to me. Ah, uh, yes. I think it was VH1 brought me to VH1, and that was real talk. That was... It was beautiful. So basically, you're like Shakespeare to me. You're so poetic. I'm poetic, and I'm sensitive about my ish. <laughs> so I feel like we should dive into it. Let's do right? it. Right? That's enough about us. So this week, we had a bunch of new episodes. And listen, instead of hearing me list out like a robot First, what we're talking one. about, Lejeune is an artist 
and an in-house lyricist herself, and she's going to hit you with the freestyle recap called The Free Cap. Damn, I love a good nickname. It's the VH100 Free Cap. Hit in June. First, we talk about the Black Ink crew. Switching is a bit the return of Martha and Snoop. On the potluck party, never know who's coming through. Plus, it's true. Love and hip-hop ATL, we here for you. Plus, a special love and hip-hop greatest moments. Yeah, we on it. Oh, does it mess you up when I do my little Shakira body roll? No, no, I like it. But let me just be clear. It's the potluck party challenge, and you never know who's coming through. Oh, yeah. you <laughs> Asterisk. Sometimes when I'm flowing, I'm lyrics. just going. And when I'm flowing. <laughs> so, all right. Since we are on Wednesday night, we have to talk about Black and Crew because it's fresh on the brain, right? So what was your favorite moment from the show? Oh. There was a lot. There was a lot. I think that my favorite moment was a bittersweet moment, and it actually consists of a few moments. My favorite moment is more of a favorite person, and I want to say bye, Mama Bay. Oh, Mama Bay. (laughs) She's wonderful. She was wonderful. She brought so much to the show, so much personality, and to speak so little English. Right. But to and resonate to with effect. the people, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, and then the party that they threw for her—it was too cute. I love when she was in the <laughs> when she said, "The kids are the kids are sweet, but I think a little crazy." Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no, it was great. I really loved when they bust the strippers out, and it was like, "All right, bust down, Tatiana." What would your mom have done if um my mom the strippers pr- were busting it wide open? Yeah, she would have definitely part partaking in the festivities because my mama likes well rum liquor you know what I'm saying the plastic mm. bottle life so she definitely probably would have made it rain but probably only seven singles because she always carries a credit card okay same yeah I, yeah, I honestly I, I, I don't know what my mom would have done I really honestly don't know what my mom would have done maybe probably would have left but you know she, my mom is full of surprises so I'm not sure I can't really call it okay. but no another real moment that I really appreciated from Mama Bay in this episode was in the car at the airport oh with Young Bay yeah with Young yeah. Bay, um, yes, with Young Bay and Mama Bay, um, was in the car at the airport. Mama Bay was about to head out. I know, and they started crying. It and got emotional. It got deep. And it was real, too. And one of the things that I appreciated about the conversation is, you know, the domestic violence of it all. And, you know, sometimes you just know people that are dealing with those situations and people that are outside and not necessarily, or that are involved, but sort of like in involved because of her mom you know yeah. it could she could have very easily looked at it as you know you're weak for staying in this situation for so long for involving me and my sisters and, yeah. our, and our family in this situation but I really acknowledge that she's mature and wise enough to realize you know the complexities of situations like this and to acknowledge her mother's strength yeah they really do have a beautiful relationship because the thing that got me in that moment was when Bay was saying, I'm so happy I can provide all of these things for you. But yeah. then her mom, on the flip side, put the knife in my heart and twisted it with rubbing alcohol and said, well, this is what I wanted to do for you growing up, and I couldn't do that for you. Wipes tear, wipes tear, and I'm dead. Yeah, that's real. And, you know, she doesn't want to ride her daughter's coattail because Bay is like, you can come out here and stay with me. I'll take care yeah. of you. And she's like, no, I don't really want to do that. And, in fact, this sort of makes me feel bad that I wasn't able to provide for you the way that you're, in turn, doing for me now as an adult. Aw. So, for me, on a lighter note. As usual. Listen, don't rain on my parade. Sky. <laughs> The girl that loves to make an entrance. Oh, we love Sky. I know. She is living her best life. She's having another grand, grand opening for her little secret boutique down in Miami. Yes, yes. It looked like a lot of fun. I'm very sad that I missed it. She did send me an invite to attend. Unfortunately, my ass couldn't get down to Miami. So it's all right, but I sent her a lot of love. 
But it, it seems was like, real cute. Yeah, a lot of people showed up. Safari was there. I know, I saw that. He was there, and dun dun dun. Black Ink Crew Chicago's Charmaine shows up with her boo. Mm. And we all know if you're a big fan of Black Ink Crew, there is what is like bigger than beef? I don't right. even know. Beef Wellington. I can't think. There is Beef Wellington between them. And obviously the show does a good job recapping it on why, you know, who said what, she said, she said, X, Y, Z. But when Sky's holding that champagne and she got that look in her eye, I know that look. And I thought, oh, shit. It's yeah. about to go down. You didn't know really what was going to happen. You didn't. But then, bam. It, <laughs> she kept it cute. Yeah. Squashed the beef. It was nice. And they just seemed very friendly. No petty betty. They were just, like, grown women and showing each other love and being supportive. And I really appreciated that. Ah, uh, yes. But, of course, with old beef comes the new beef because the expiration date happens. And now we need some new things to talk about, like Young Bay and Miss Kid A. Now, they are friends. And it was kind of confusing because they do go at it because Miss Kitty does make a comment about Mama Bay leaving. Mm-hmm. This gets very heated and listen we're not trying to get everybody all riled up because the scene was intense and we're disappointed to see two friends fighting like that so we're gonna scale it back okay so we here at vh100 came up with a little thing called vh asmr yes so where we will reenact a heated argument on any vh1 show with an asmr spin on it because people listen to asmr to calm themselves down cardi b does it as well So let's slow it way down. Okay. Let's reenact Young Bay versus Kitty. I'm ready. With an ASMR twist on it. Let you. Who do you want to be? I cannot deal with you right now. (laughs) (laughs) That means she wants to be Miss Kitty. Okay, so I'll be Young Bay. All right. ASMR, ASMR, are you in your whispering voice? I am. Okay. Let's do this. I'm a little lightheaded from that. <laughs> no, I honestly feel really great. And honestly, I really oh. hope that the listeners at home feel as titillated as their senses are as titillated as mine are. And I also feel 
I feel calm. I, that was really therapeutic for me. Uh-huh. Like, I'm in a better space than I was before we came into this podcast. Not me. I'm so lightheaded right now. <laughs> I'm going to oh, take a little drink of water. <laughs> Wait, serious. Don't fall down. I'm here to support you. Well, I don't know how Britney Spears does it with all that panting. My God. Okay. <clears throat> so, <laughs> any last thoughts on Black Ink Crew? Yes. The oh, um, okay. coming up the whole, was She jumped proper. the whole decibel. No, I did. I went from, I went from zero to Christ. 100 real quick. <laughs> nah, but that's exactly what happened on the next one. It looked like it was really going down. And I want to see what that's about. I mean, I feel like you can send an email because you kind of work here now. Right, but I didn't want to be all so like sassy. braggy. I didn't want to be all like braggy. Like, I'm out here and I can get the teas and y'all can't. You know, I'm with the people. I'm, right. I'm with the people. Okay, so I'm just an asshole. All right, that's fine. That's fine. So let's just switch gears. Let's bring it to the kitchen. Last week, we had the return of Martha and Snoop's potluck party challenge, Lejeune. I know you were there. Tell me tell me some stories. It was so much fun being on set with Martha and Snoop, and I'm so excited that Martha and Snoop are back and in a new way. Ooh. We know last time it was a dinner party. This time, it's a potluck party challenge. So they're teaming up, and they have a judge, and they're sort of having a friendly competition going head-to-head. And homegirl Martha, not the, I just called her homegirl. Right. That's okay. We're tight like that. Right. She is very competitive. No, she is. Seriously. Like, Mar- Martha was like, you're going down, Snoop. Snoop is like, listen, I, you know, I love Martha. I don't want to have a competition. I love Martha's food. And Martha's like, that's cute, Snoop. But, yeah, you're going down. Yeah, and she does actually cook because I know I get that question a lot. They're like, oh, Martha has been doing this for decades. Like, is she actually cooking? And I'm like, oh, 100%. Yeah. And he is, too. She's serious about her craft, and, and so is he. He actually just had recently had a cookbook. And then even though they're competing, there are moments when Snoop is not afraid to ask Martha for a little hand. And she is, like, honored to show <laughs> what she, how she gets down. So I do like it's, that. it's really cute. And then another reason why I just adore this show is because it's literally all walks of life coming together and just hanging out. So who were the guests on the episode? Oh, so we had cast members of the Beach Bum. Matthew McConaughey came out to join Team Martha. Method Man was on Team Snoop. And we had Isla Fisher come out as judge. And, you know, they're all castmates on the new new uh, movie. All three of them. Beach oh. Bum. The Beach Bum. Mm-hmm. Beach Bum. The... How many times? Okay, are you plugging a whole movie? Are no, you no, in no. this movie? <laughs> I was just trying to make sure I get it right so that when two, part two comes out. Oh, look at her. She's trying to be in those credits <laughs> and update the IMDb page. Right. Oh, cute. Um, but I know that they did play a fun game called Blunt Questions. Oh, yeah. The name says it all. So I figured Lejeune and I should play along because listeners want to get to know us right. a little more without needing to take us out to dinner. Cheap dates. Hello. So, all right. I know the first question. They said, are you a part of the Mile High Club? Method Man said no. Matthew McConaughey said yes. Yeah. No one else answered, though. But what about you? No, I'm not. You're not. No, I'm not. And it's not necessarily something that's, like, on a bucket list. But it's like, you know, if it goes down, it goes down. I'm not... I'm not like gotta be on Mile High Club. Yeah, I mean, I also am not a member of the club. It okay. sounds very elite, though. Right. But it, the bathrooms are just so elite, tiny. and you gotta be petite Hello. because <laughs> or flexible. Oh yes, I, I, you know me. I am a little flexible myself. I know. So that maybe you need to get your flex on and get up in that bathroom, Lejeune. No. Or Next can... flight, I'm looking out to see where you're sitting. Oh, not that right. I'm doing anything with you. Don't worry about it. Right. I'm uh, not worried. <laughs> um, HR shouldn't be worried either. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> the next question that they had was, someone you're not talking to but stalking on social media. Oh, Who so is good. that person? Did you see Martha's response in the episode? Rachel Ray. Right? Oh, <laughs> she said Such Rachel Ray. Such a good Ray. moment. I was like, oh. No, she did. I was like, must be in the 
episode. Yeah, so that's good. that's so funny. But what about you? Are any guys? What about family members you don't talk to anymore? All right. Well, you know what? I, honestly, to be very honest, this is like a boring answer. But sometimes I want to say more so than stalking, I like like to engage my audience right so there oh. is somebody that i'm checking for that has recently started to consistently engage in my story and in my social media happenings and so i have just been making sure that i provide them with consistent content like i'm like an inconsistent poster like i should be better maybe but i'm really like an analog girl in a digital world so i can like go big blocks without posting but i don't know if you've noticed easy but i've been on it a day. No, I because I want to make I sure that he noticed. has content, just so that I can make just see see if he's looking. Yeah, because you're giving a lot of face too. So I have noticed. I was like, oh, there's a lot of headshotty things happening. Over oh wait, in the that's Lejeune a whole nother. That's a that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother thing. Oh, we'll talk she, about that. Music she, she's like an onion. So many right. layers. layers. Uh, for me. You know, of course, it's all about the guys. So oh, yeah, whenever yeah, you're yeah. talking to somebody for, I don't know, a month or two, and then all of a sudden they ghost, but they're still watching your story. Oh, uh, yeah. I kind of stalk them. Well, I mute them first because I'm, like, really angry and I'm a Gemini. Right. But then I do look at their Instagram story but not actually look at it. I know this is hard to explain, but literally you click on a story and you kind of move a story to the right or the left to get a little preview. Yes, I heard about this life hack. They're, what they're posting. Without them seeing the little eye, your ba name bam. next to the eyeball. So you might be playing checkers, but I'm playing chess. Yes. Um, all yes. right. The last question they had was the most embarrassing you've done during sex intercourse. What did you do? Ah, uh, you know, the most embarrassing thing that I've done uh, during sexual intercourse, I think, is really <laughs> blown somebody's sheets and <laughs> and pillowcase up. Um, Wait, but let me go. Yeah, yeah girl. <laughs> you sound like you had let's, like a Taco Bell pause. night. Hold on. No, no, no. It wasn't that type of explosion. But no, I was younger and I had blonde hair at the time. My whole head of hair was blonde and I did not know that you cannot go from black to blonde, let alone black to a blue blonde die and mm. so in doing so and or in trying to attempt to do so i actually turned my hair like a hunter green which is cute in 2019 right yeah. but at the time it wasn't really cute you and i had a date time yeah the time i was well. ahead of time and i honestly i wish that i would have unapologetically owned it but i didn't and now i have this story to tell you on the <laughs> podcast so no my um hair was green i had this date i went to get my hair braided, and then I took some mascara that I had, and I just rubbed it on my braids, and the tips were already nice and black because I had all the, you know, the weave mixed in there, and so I just like tapped the mascara on my head, oh not my thinking God. that I was gonna smash or anything, yeah. not thinking that that was gonna go down, but it did, and now. There go his sheets. And I feel very confident that, you know what, honestly, we actually have spoken. We actually grew up together, and uh -oh. it was like a little something that I revisited from the past. I'm giving a lot of information. I'm giving <laughs> a lot like, of information a loaded right ass now. Question. We do talk. We do talk, but he's never mentioned it, but we, we don't He will like now after he hears <laughs> this shit. <laughs> he's going to be like, tell me what, about me. Tell me what his user handle is, and I'll send him a link to this podcast. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so for me, the most embarrassing thing, I mean, I guess I wasn't embarrassed, but now I look back on it and I thought mm, at the time you should have been is, you know, I was losing the V card at the time. And oh. in that moment, I said to him, oh, wow, my grandmother's going to church right now. <laughs> so <laughs> clearly it happened on a Sunday morning. So you're welcome for that timeline. Easy, like Sunday morning. Uh, hello. <laughs> 
Yeah. See what I did there? I did see what I did there. And you totally, I'm also frazzled. But yeah, so the guy was just like, did you really? So I started laughing. And he was like, oh. what are you laughing at? And Because I, I saw the time and I know my grandmother. Because that could be awkward in itself. Oh, you started 100%. laughing. I did. and But I was laughing because my grandmother's soap was so particular and she would leave at a specific time and I'm like oh my god my grandmother's on her way to church and he's like why would you bring that up and I'm all sir keep your eye on the prize okay right shelve that stay focused okay so there you go everybody got to know us a little bit better maybe a little TMI a little TMI but shit I probably just realized that our friends and family might be listening to this as well right and I didn't even think of like you know our co-workers right <laughs> <laughs> just okay. avoid eye contact in the hallways. Whatever, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. don't judge us. We're just doing what we do. But, you know, for the guys listening, if you want to join our convo, make sure to use the hashtag VH100podcast. But, easy, we got to talk about Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. We do, but, excuse me, miss, don't come for me. Don't you have a free cap? You're oh. here to work. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm telling you that we got to talk about Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, and I'm supposed to kick it off with the That's, recap. I'm here to keep it on track. Keep it on track. Do your job. Count me in. Oh, uh, fine. Ready? In three, two. Scrap came home. Tierra threw him a party. To my niece rolled up. Scrap dipped out early. Tierra want to know where he went and with who. And she like, okay, you hurt me? I hurt you. Stalled off at KK's house. Scrap got low. He ain't want the drama to get to his P.O. Plus, he found out that his pops is alive. Feels like KK ain't care. And he want to know why. Meanwhile, Jock and Carly on the radio. Jock is reminiscing about the way they used to do. Both moved on. She engaged. He got a new boo. Celebrating her engagement. Invited Jock to come through. New lady found out and said, yo, I'm going too. Jock's not sure if she's ready for the life he brings. Being legit and all and attorney and nerd thing. And now Scrappy and Bam, they got grandmama drama. D and CC, they can't seem to get along for nada. Scrappy copped a house to alleviate tension. But D still mad because CC about to move in. Akbar V said, you don't know the life I live. I'm out here on the double trying ground for my kids. This week's recap, free cap. Uh, that's what it is. Oh, shit. Yeah. And that's what it is in a nutshell. Basically. No, thank you for that because I like sitting here not doing anything and just watching you do that. Oh. But, you know, we do have to talk about our favorite moments in this episode in honor of the 40 Greatest Love & Hip Hop Moments special. So, hit me, boo. What was your favorite moment from Love & Hip Hop Atlanta tonight? It's ironic that one of my favorite moments is a moment that I didn't really hit like that in the free in the free cap, but mm. I touched on it a little bit. A little ice, a little ice, um, what do you call those a things? Little iceberg. Teaser. A little uh. iceberg moment, you know? <laughs> Anyway, I really appreciated the moment when Monique rolled up to pick up scrap from this coming home party. Oh, yeah. Because and she we was didn't very know. Calm, cool, and collected, too. Right. And very that's, calm, I think, cool, and honestly, I think that's why this is one of my favorite moments. Because one thing I love about Monique is that we'd never know what we're going to get from her. Yeah. And so when she learned about it from, was it Akbar V that put her on to the party that was I going down? I think so. Right. But when, nevertheless, whoever told her when she learned about it, she was sort of turned. And she she was like, oh, word, because I I thought I was building something with this man. Why haven't I heard about it? So I was like, oh, snap. She's about to go to this party and flip it upside down. But, no, she just rolled up to scrap. She kept it real cute. She kept it light. And she's like, I just want to let you know that I don't appreciate the situation. But it didn't turn into, like, a whole melee. Yeah. Right. No, she was very mature about it. Like, literally one text message. I think it, she just said, like, come outside. And that's right. all she said. That's all you got to say, though. But he, yeah. Um, True. For me, it's the most chillest moment 
has to go to Mama D's dog, Tyler, for always keeping his cool because obviously Mama D and Cece, Bambi's mom, get into it a little bit after Scrappy invites Cece to live with him and Bambi. Mama D feels the type of way and literally turns to Tyler and is just like, you see what she said to me? She see what she said to me? And I enjoy that because I actually talk to inanimate objects myself. And right. I don't know if that means I'm a little cuckoo. But I'm into it because it's just like another another layer to Mama D because you just think that you know her to a certain degree and then she does something else and you're just like, oh, damn, this woman, she's just great. No, no, I loved it. Like when they were out, she was outside arguing with Cece and Cece said that she's so unreasonable. She's like, I'm unreasonable. Tyler, you hear this? And I was yeah. like, yes, yes. Sometimes you just need a cosign that can't really cosign but it's just there. Like, you. Yeah. And the dog's like, Burr. Right. <laughs> She's always bringing the dog into her <laughs> drama. So, yeah, that was my my moment that I enjoyed from Love and Hip Hop. I do notice that your moments are a little more in-depth, and I'm just, like, very fluffy. Like, I love the dog. Right. No, so, and then sometimes my moments are, like, profound, and your moments are, like, very drama. So we just create balance. You know, I had most shocking moment. You had chillest moment. Yeah, okay, we you're right. We create balance. We're both Gemini, so that's what we do. Oh, shit, you are. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, are we just realizing this about each other on air? Okay, so, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Gemini's holla. <laughs> Hashtag VH100. <laughs> so that's a wrap on episode one of VH100. Please make sure to subscribe, comment on iTunes, and spread the word. And of course, be sure to follow the official Instagram pages for at Love and Hip Hop, at VH1, and at Black Ink Crew. Oh, if that's how we're giving it up, then let me just go on ahead and let you know where to find me on IG. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that is I am LeJune. I am LA June, like the month. At Damn Straight, just like my Saturday nights, my social media is EZ Manoli, E-Z-M-A-N-O-L-I. And remember, if you're watching VH1, make sure you're listening to us. Keep it 100. 100. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts.